1: Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention It All A Bravo by Betches Podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer gonna check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, We. Hey
0: everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All Podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And <laughs> Oof of Are you me? ready? Are you ready to go below deck, Barry? Right.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? I was trying to come up with a pun really quick, and I just like couldn't. So you just swept right in there. So thank you so oh much for that.
0: Gosh. Thank you. I I'm so glad. I thanks for being there for me. <laughs> we didn't even realize that we were, it was going to work out for us to have two you know two episodes of this reunion air back to back, and there's no new Roni, but we get to just fully finish off. Below deck sailing yacht, which I feel like oh, is
1: yeah. Below deck God had a like, plan for us. <laughs> Thanks so much, Roni. You guys can take a week off. We got this.
0: <laughs> it makes sense that they did it this way, I guess, yeah. because next Monday is the Below Deck Med premiere.
1: Like, oh, oh my God! First of all, Below Deck has saved us through this pandemic. You know, I say that lightly, but like they
0: don't, they don't they, miss a week.
1: Yes, they literally. This is like the third season, I think, in the le- in the year. It's wild.
0: Yeah, I mean. I once they added sailing, they literally ensured that they would have a below deck show 52 weeks a year. And I don't think they've <laughs> missed a week. Um <laughs> I oh my god, today was such a weird day. I woke up at like 3 a.m. Oh my because my air conditioner, like I have like an air conditioner that plugs into the wall because New York City, and my fan had like turned off, and I was like, oh no, did we lose power? And I realized I was on my phone. I realized I was still on Wi-Fi. So I was like, I guess we didn't, we, we didn't lose power. Cause like the Wi-Fi would be out. And like then my, I realized my ceiling light still worked. And so it was like the, <laughs> were, I don't were know. You, were you um, dreaming? <laughs> no, I unfortunately was not dreaming. I don't know like electricity words, but like the, um, the like breaker or something had like popped. Uh, like, okay, I don't know. You can you so- can
1: really be saying anything right now. Cause I as well do not know. Yeah okay. like
0: it's when like the switch flips on accident and so I we have like the breaker box in the apartment mm-hmm. like the electrical box and I'm I'm googling at like 4 a.m. now in my like hot room with no air conditioning and it's like oh just go in the breaker box and like flip the switch on and off and like that'll probably work. Breaker 1-9. So, so I'm like trying <laughs> trying to go in the breaker box but I don't want to wake up my roommates and it's painted shut.
1: Oh I hate that Yeah
0: like because we had they did work in our apartment there was painting whatever I guess they just painted over it which like why would you do that so I had to wait until the morning and literally use like a kitchen knife to like scrape the paint away um it ended up being (laughs) fine flipped the switch it immediately was fixed but I was like am I an electrician
1: (laughs) did you go back to sleep after though I did. Yeah, okay. I mean it was
0: not super comfortable in my room, I would say. I opened the window, you know, it wasn't like it could have been worse. Okay. Um but I would say I Always had can. a I had a not a great night of sleep, you know. Okay. I but, have
1: a confession to make. Okay. I do not sleep ever, ever. I do not sleep with a fan or air conditioning. It could be the middle of the summer and I do not because I know Dylan's like, Dylan literally like, just, is sh- not absolute now.
0: Is the noise bad for
1: you? No, I, I just feel in my, whenever, when I lived for in my apartment in new, in the city for four years, I didn't, I turned my air conditioner on. I think I can count like a handful of times, probably when I was getting ready to go out that I just like when I'm ready to go to sleep, like I feel like I calm my body down and I'm just like chill and calm and I, I, it's very weird, I admit it. I, I am, know, I'm not pretending I, that it's not weird. I'm in, but... like, full body shock
0: right now, because I'm, like, the hottest sleeper. Like, it's so I'm difficult hot. for me. Like, I'm, like, tossing and turning because I'm too warm. Like But I'm hot
1: during the day, so, like, I showered, like, an hour or something ago, and I was, we've talked about this, before. Show- sweating after showering is, like, the worst. So I turned my air on for, like, five minutes until I cooled down, and then I turned it off. Like, I'm so... I am weird in general, but that is one of my top. That's weird, right? Wow. That's weird. Yeah.
0: Wow. Uh. Well, thank you for <laughs> listening to us rant about our various air conditioning situations. We both, we both pay our electric bills. <laughs> we do. Um, <laughs> thank you, Con Ed. Um, okay. Like, we got to talk about below deck. So we have two parts of this reunion. Honestly, I'm glad we have both to talk about because part one was not very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Th- you, I feel like we kind of knew it was going to be this way. We knew they were going to tease the Danny and JL stuff. Cause that was kind of what everyone was interested in. But we also barely got love triangle stuff in episode one. We heard a lot about the pittas in the basket. Um, we heard a lot about the interior versus the deck crew, which like, I'm not saying those issues aren't real, but I, in the grand scheme of things that happened this season, it's like Gary and Daisy, like barely have beef. Like,
1: I know. Okay. It, well, at the end of the day, of, they're fine. Part of the issue was Daisy had a lot of liquid courage this episode, so she was just like picking things to like talk about to the point where like Andy literally had to like ask her. Like she, her, her phone fell. Like everything she was saying, things she was like, <laughs> it was great. She was living her best life. It was great. But yeah, the whole PETA thing with Natasha. Like we, we even when Dylan and I interviewed Daisy. She had said at that point they were friends. Like so, these were all issues that they had brought up just for the reunion. But it was funny. Natasha was like showing receipts, and it's funny because like if you have receipts, show them. She was like, "I have pictures," and then everyone was like, "That picture could have been from any time." Like, and I... those still are not twenty pitas in that picture. Yeah, I th-
0: th- those receipts fell a little flat for me. Um, you know, kind of like it's Madison's
1: like... receipts from um, Southern China.
0: You know, we've, I mean, we've talked about a lot of reunions at this point. Receipt, reunion receipts are a tricky thing to get right because it has to be, you know, it has to be the right level of, you know, receipt to really make an impact. And you have to, you know, you have to pick and choose when it's appropriate to use. And I, I think if Natasha had had the if she had had a clear photo that proved that she was right that would have been a good use of receipts but in this case it was kind of just like why are you showing us this random (laughs) photo Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I Do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z O L A.com. Okay, so let's talk about Gary and Sydney and Allie because there were a couple things that I found really interesting. Um, Okay. First of all, obviously Gary is not with either of these women. He doesn't really seem that upset about it. I mean, I guess he like, whatever. His whole thing with when he was like wishing Allie well, because when he found out she was pregnant, that was just uncomfortable. But like, I feel like at the end of the day, nobody really is like mad that these relationships didn't work out
1: no and i mean it's very out of every show we watch this these are just it's the most obvious that it's not going to work out they they travel for work and like even right now the opening of the of the show like andy had to ask each one of them where they are like it's just it it's unfortunate that the drama has to happen when they know it's not gonna work out at the (laughs) end of the season so it's like whatever i
0: feel like that's but i do feel like that's realistic probably for like the yachting world like I don't think that they're just like hooking up because they're on TV. I feel like that's probably exactly how it is in real yes, life. Yes,
1: Sydney has a boyfriend right now, she said, who's the captain of the ship she's, she's on. Her... Like,
0: I like how she's yeah, upgraded from dating her like immediate supervisor to the f- fully the captain of the boat. I'm like, S- Sydney, <laughs> I feel like Sydney is gonna wind up like accidentally marrying a billionaire or something.
1: Accidentally. If only I could accidentally end up marrying a billionaire as well, I would be happy.
0: She'd be with like, that. yeah, I mean it should be like, yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, I met him at this place, and we were just like <laughs> vibing. And then it turns out he like owns this company.
1: Okay, but there is something that I'm very confused. Like, I was, I was simply confused okay. about it.
0: Okay, lay it on me.
1: It, they were talking about this love triangle, and it's weird because in the crossing, it seemed in that footage that Allie and Sydney had made up at that point, and they were like, good. But there was just always something that Allie just didn't like about Sydney. It seems, and so when they when they were asked, like, "Is are you guys good? Like, whatever, do you feel that that you broke girl code?" And she was like, "No, I don't feel like I broke girl code by hooking up with Gary. Maybe you should ask Sydney." I didn't understand that entire thing because the point was that Sydney hooked up with Gary when he had a girlfriend, but like, so did Allie. No, so because no, no, Sydney was no, yeah. What, no, no, help me.
0: So after that, so, okay, we found out Gary did have a girlfriend or, you know, he's kind of hesitant to use that word, but like he admits that, yes, he was with someone. So he's saying that after he hooked up with Sydney, like that first night out, he told this woman that he was with prior to coming on the boat. And I, I'm taking, I took that to mean that basically he and that woman broke up at that point. Okay. like they ended their whatever cuz he was like well you know i'm not going to be able to be there for her like, 24/7 and like that, that's what whatever <laughs> and like that to me means like we ended things okay at that point so by the time anything happened with ally gary was single but but ally didn't feel like sydney had any claim to him because when they hooked up he was literally like cheating on someone else
1: see I- Okay, I'm glad you explained that because I really feel like I was missing a piece of that. Because, but while I was watching, I did, I just, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, I don't think that's fair for Allie to say. I I really don't think that's fair because did Sydney know he had a girlfriend when they hooked up?
0: It's a little unclear, but I don't really think Sydney like. I think all of the blame for that is on Gary in my mind. Like, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. even necessarily
0: think like, oh, Allie totally did break girl code, but I just think that it's like this isn't really like a Sydney versus Allie issue. It's yeah. like a Gary's a Gary Sox issue. But
1: Allie got so was very mad at Sydney in this reunion and I just I I just didn't think that was fair for her to do. And again, maybe I'm still confused. I don't know, but from what I saw, I it's like you are you knew all this going along and like now you're deciding Sydney's a bad person. Like, I don't know. You guys were fighting over a uh, a fuck boy the entire yeah. time.
0: I mean, I do think for a lot of the season, Sydney was clearly like pissed at the situation and totally. sort of was taking it out on Allie versus taking it out on Gary. And I understand why Allie like watching all the interview clips and like confessionals and stuff would kind of be like, wait, like, why were you were talking shit about me this whole time? Like I, I tried to be like understanding to you, but at the same time, it's like, I don't really think these two, when they're like, do we have closure and Sydney's crying and all of this? It's like, yeah. It's not that deep.
1: It's not, and at the at same least time, Allie's having a baby
0: with someone else. Correct. Like, you don't at, need to be crying at, over what anything that happened
1: with Gary. Yes, and also I feel like those were crocodile tears. Like I don't think it really. I don't oh, think. Oh, in, in, Sydney. Okay, so now Sydney defending knows how to Allie. turn it on. Yes, exactly. So now I'm defending Allie. I don't. I think Sydney is a crock of shit. Like she doesn't want to be friends with Allie. It doesn't matter, and it's fine. Not everyone's meant to be friends. You guys. We're fighting over a guy on your boat. Like, move on. It's you're not. Why be can't
0: friends. we be friends?
1: <laughs> but I'm happy. This uh, Even Andy said this. This crew is quite fertile. Like, f- like, oh my god! You can. Everyone's having. Not everyone. Just Allie and Danny. Well, Danny now is a mom. Are having babies. I'm so excited for them. Allie was 20 weeks pregnant at this reunion. She's halfway through her pregnancy. I was like, oh I my know. goodness. Clearly that.
0: Clearly that happened quickly. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> this is. Just to, to go back to the very beginning of the reunion when, um, when Andy was asking Glenn about his sex life and he said, I'm not married, but I'm not celibate. I'm like, Glenn, what does that mean? And he
1: says he gets wild DMs, videos, and pictures. I was like, ah oh, what goes down in Captain Glenn's DMs?
0: It's like, that's why he's always just like on his phone in bed when the crew is going out because he's like sexting in bed, apparently. I love that for him. <laughs> um it's <laughs> so funny. Okay. So we got to talk about this whole JL Danny baby situation. We saw it going down on social media last week over the weekend. Um and it was it, I thought it was super interesting to kind of get both sides of the story. I was so glad that they set up that separate interview with JL because yeah. I feel like he there are some parts of this situation where he like truly thinks he's doing the right thing and he just like his brain isn't working. Like
1: or like he's not we saw that with his work ethic as well.
0: Yeah, like he's not, he doesn't have like the maturity as a person to realize like, oh, I sound like a dick right now, even though I'm like saying that I want to do all the right things. It's like, okay, well you're literally not. So.
1: Yeah. And it was interesting. The first line that Andy and JL said in their interview was contradicting to the entire conversation he had with, the rest of the crew. But at that I found that very interesting because he hadn't seen the reunion yet, but he obviously saw what was going on online. So he knew. Yeah. But it's like, wow, we really did just hear two sides of the story. Like she said he wants something to do with it and she wants him to take a paternity test. And then he was like, I want everything to do with the baby. Like I asked to take a DNA test, but but she is saying that he's the only person he slept with. So like, that's why he's asking because right. he doesn't know that. Like he okay, doesn't know. This
0: to me was the- the biggest kind of reveal of information because the whole time it's been like, you know, do we know he's the father? Like, could it be anyone else? He says he wants a paternity test. Like what is Danny saying to him? So she says that she found out she was pregnant right after they filmed, when she went back to Australia and she was in, they do like a two week strict quarantine. When you Mm -hmm. come back to Australia, she says she found out she was pregnant during that quarantine period. So she, at least from what she's telling us, there's no other option of who the father would be. And she, it sounds like she's said that to JL. And, you know, like, I have mixed feelings about him asking for the paternity test. Like, I think in some ways he's within his rights, whatever. They're not in a relationship. You know, if there's going to be like a any kind of legal arrangement or child support or anything like that. Like I kind of understand, but also it's like, if you really cared about that, you should have done it six months ago. Like she's saying, Danny is saying that he sent her this message and really changed his tone and said he wanted the paternity test on new year's day. The baby wasn't born until the end of may. It's now the end of June. Clearly based on these Instagram posts, the paternity test hasn't happened yet. And he never really gives an answer. You know, maybe there's some complications, but it's like, it's been six months.
1: Yeah, and then at one point he was like, I tried to get in touch with like Danny's doctor's office or whatever, and it's like, huh, I feel like you guys, this could have been handled
2: already. love.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love.
0: I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing Providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't Don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed.
1: Okay, I've said this about others too because I think babies are the biggest blessing. It is like babies are my favorite thing in the world. It's the most, it's amazing. I'm sorry. But with that being said, it takes two to tango and you know what happens when you have unprotected sex. And it's like, that is the most frustrating thing to me because it's like, he's so distraught that this could have happened. And it's like, you, you even said your mom, which I'm sure other people have told you too, told you to use protection and that, you know, you have to know what happens when you have unprotected sex. Like we, 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 you just do.
0: To be honest, I could envision a world in which JL doesn't know where babies come from. (laughs) He
1: seems like, you're right.
0: He seems like he could be like on the stork, you know, train of thought. Like, (laughs)
1: Oh <laughs> uh, what? Like I know and it's crazy because <laughs> that's why I'm so happy for Danny because like this is what she wanted. I under no circumstances think that she used him to get it. I don't think she did no. I, at all, but that's what his mom is so like I think that was disgusting. He I was said glad he that he spoke mom- about yes, that yes. Yeah,
0: because it's like, that's the kind of thing where he's right. When his yes. mom is saying stuff like that, people will read into it and uh-huh. think that that's what he's sort of like feeding right. to his mom. And I appreciate that he sort of corrected the record there says he doesn't believe that he clearly, I don't think he like hates Danny or has any like ill will toward Danny. I think that he is, he has made poor immature choices given this whole situation. But like, it sucks because I think he's really trying to act like he's done everything right. And that he's like somehow a victim, like his Instagram posts feel very like he's victimizing himself. And it's like, it's fine if you don't have all the correct answers, but don't act like you have been the one putting in all this effort when it's like, it's kind of obvious that you haven't.
1: Oh, my God, I was literally just going to say that he keeps using the I'm 24 at the time. Like, I don't know. I have no experience. Wait, that doesn't give you a pass. You can still get someone pregnant. That doesn't mean like, you know what? Let's just skip this famously, one. He wa- what? Famously,
0: MTV has a whole show called 16 and Pregnant. So I used
1: to obviously watch it like, religiously. In the grand
0: scheme, of, like, obviously, 24 is like, I mean, I'm 26. Like, I don't want to have a baby, whatever. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, 24, like, you're, you're an adult. Like, yeah. you're not you're not like in high school trying to figure out how you're going to have a kid. Um, I just like, I don't know. I was, I actually thought Danny handled herself really well in this whole conversation. She clearly has, you know, a lot of feelings who wouldn't. And I thought it was like super respectful of her to say, you know, I wish JL was here right now. Not so we could all like drag him, but because I feel bad that you're only hearing my side of the story. And like, you know, I think she is in a position where she's the one who's having this baby. She's in this tough position. Like she wants, she wants probably, you know, a better situation at the end of the day. And like, Mm -hmm. unfortunately I don't have a lot of faith in JL that he's really going to like get his shit together. Um, But I, I thought Danny seemed to have a really positive outlook on it that it's like look, is this, like, how I would have chosen to have this yeah. whole situation happen? Obviously not. Who would? But, like, this is what it is. I'm 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 excited for the baby to get here. You know, like, I'm going to do my best. And she clearly has um, a great support system, even if it's not, like, the most ideal situation. So, I... Yeah. Tell-
1: I no, I completely agree with that because that's only fair to hear both sides. So she was, and she listen. She was just saying the messages that she had and got and received. So she was like, and in and, and that, and that right, almost yeah. makes it better that he could have been like there to defend that because they happened. Those messages, like, right, were and sent. Andy,
0: Andy was like, you know, like, yeah, you're not, you're just answering my questions. Like, you're not yes. out here like dragging his name through the mud unnecessarily.
1: Yeah, and okay, so then, and Andy had to asked jl like two maybe three times because he did play those clips for jl and oh, he had my. jl was like lost for words whatever like as if he was surprised his entire deck or didn't like him but like he andy was like is there anything you want to say to your cast or danny um is there anything you want to say like he was like hello so JL like said this whole spiel like if it's if it is my kid, I want to be there. And I, and so, Andy was like, okay, so maybe write that all down. Everything you just said was great. Write it down. And maybe, I don't know, say that to Danny, what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: Right. Like, I think there's a disconnect where he is like, if I say the words that I want to be involved, that means I've done my part. And it's like, no, this is, something that you actually have to like show up and do.
1: Well, I feel like it is the fact that it's Australia and the United States is a massive factor in this situation. Like that is that sure. is more than long distance. That is just But he's like I've thought of every avenue, every avenue. All right, so take more time cuz granted this isn't an easy thing. Like I and I, I we can't sit here and pretend like oh, we would do this, we would do this cuz it is difficult. But at the same time, you could plan on visiting you could make dates you could do so you could figure something
0: out. yeah the thing the thing that's obvious to me is that they're on such different pages with how they think jl feels versus how he says he feels and they say in this little like post credit that they still haven't talked on instagram it doesn't seem like anything any progress has been made so it's like i feel like for jl he's acting like what do you want me to do and it's like you need to start (laughs) You need to start having these conversations like even if it's not, you know, you send one message to Danny and then everything is figured out. It's like you can't just you can't just not make any effort and then pretend that you don't know why things aren't working out.
1: Yeah. And he like looked in the camera and he was like, Danny what we had on the <laughs> boat was real and I, like, I, we were like, like okay bitch, that's nobody's great. talking
0: about what you had on the boat yeah he might as well, well be a different life
1: correct and he's just going he i just feel like from when i was watching that he was saying all this stuff to make it seem like you're right he did what he had to do he said that it was real, right okay so the boat what you had on the boat was real hey guess what there's gonna be like an, an actual real thing that's gonna um that's now in your right, life.
0: <laughs> that was eight weeks. You've got 18 years coming up. <laughs> <sighs> oh,
1: <laughs> um, Okay.
0: So much, so much happening. Uh, but let's, let's get into the grab the skinny pop moment of the day. Yes. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. And luckily every kernel of skinny pop, berry is so light, crunchy, and delicious that I can eat it by the handful or even the bag full. Uh, Barry, from this, from this below deck sailing yacht season two reunion, give me a grab the skinny pop moment.
1: Okay, I had to uh, go with Captain Glenn for this one. And when Andy asked him what everyone else was thinking, like, why are you so lax? Why are you so much more chill compared to Lee and Sandy? Like, what's your reasoning? And it wasn't really a crazy reason. He was like, I'm just like, if everyone does their job, whatever. But they said he asked what made him most mad. And he did say that the guest cabin was like a revolving door. But my kicker for that was that it's not a fireable offense. And what do you think, Dylan, was the first thing I thought of when that happened? You were like, but but Captain Lee said. (laughs) Exactly. So I was like, oh my God, it's just so crazy that like everyone really does. They made how on that um last season they made it like the biggest deal ever so i was like wow captain glenn is just like number one. i do i do
0: i do have to wonder it's like if you came from captain like if you were working on captain glenn's <laughs> boat and then for the next season you got hired for captain <laughs> lee's boat and you you know happened to have Cap- a tryst in captain the guest glenn cabin
1: said i could have you, sex in the gu-
0: <laughs> right like is there like Is there like a specific, you know, like sometimes when you check into like an Airbnb, there's like a list of house rules that they'll put like on the bed stand or whatever. Like, do you think captain, like the different captains pass out? Like, okay, like on my boat, um, guest cabins is a fireable offense. You have to have your radio at all times. Um, You know, like, (laughs) no, whatever, like. I don't know. Captain I feel Glenn like that let could them be... drink
1: and have sex. Like, it's wild. like there could on. be some,
0: some murky waters going on below oh, deck.
1: Dylan is filled with puns today. Dylan, okay. what is your grab-the-skinny-pot moment?
0: Of uh, mine would have murky to be... Murky
1: waters. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Um, The moment when Gary and Allie are talking about how their relationship panned out on this crossing that we didn't get to see on the show, really. Mm -hmm. And Gary is talking about how great they were for a time. And he tries to get Allie to finish his sentence as like this cute bit. And based on everything that had happened leading up to this point, it is so obvious that Allie is just like not in the mood. (laughs) And so or he's like, she has he's a like,
2: boyfriend
1: and pregnant. Like, she's not in the mood she's like, anymore.
0: Gary, Gary's like, and you know, Ali and I were even finishing each other's, uh, uh. And it's like, Gary, please.
1: We will blame it on the fact that there's a delay on Zoom. And maybe Ali didn't hear.
0: <laughs> she didn't pick up what he was putting down. No, I think she saw it on the floor and chose to leave it there. Oh, God. <laughs> No, no, well, no. those are today's grab the skinny pop moments. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was such a fun season of below deck sailing. Mm-hmm. I I'm excited for med to kick off. I, I don't know what to expect. I feel like it could be, could be great. It could be less than great, but either way we'll be talking about
1: it. It'll be great. It'll be great.
0: Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. We will be back on Thursday with another episode. And in the meantime, just be cool.
1: Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. batches